0: Welcome, everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. Thank you so much for joining me today in episode 98 that would be entitled, Focusing on How to Determine Your Brand Aligns with Your Internal Workflow. So I want to be just to focus on that. A lot of times we can get... Preoccupied in just having the brand and not actually looking at the internal workflow and seeing if it still works or not. So, this kind of touches on my previous episode here on my podcast, just to kick off my fifth season podcasting, episode 97. But I want to kind of get more into when I had mentioned. In my last, show regarding the brand, the brand identity, and how we want to make sure that we align our workflow with that, and how can you do that? So let's go ahead and get started. Thank you again for joining me today for my podcast, which is my fifth season, as I mentioned. I'm so excited about that, where I have my podcast starting in September, and I end with my finale, you know, in, in May of the following year. And then for my spring break, I take a spring break, about three months. June, July, and August, and I'll return back in September. So if you're just joining me, welcome to my podcast where I focus on survival strategy, motivational type presentation to give you ideas and ways to be able to look at life that can you know, motivate you to get back up and start your day, to look at different strategies of how you can move forward, different roadblocks, topics that comes up in our lives, because life is a journey. And what I used to and still like to say about the process of all of that, the pathway, the roadmap. And once you get that, you'll have the blueprint plan to be able to handle the challenges that comes up in our lives and to combat anxiety, depression, worry. And I have come up with a name for some of those attributes in the sense of Mr. Fear that you can combat him and his comrades in a way of believing in yourself loving yourself and honoring um, your pursuit to have peace that's mental peace and mental peace produces joyfulness in your heart and in your life and so i talk about topics reflective of working in the workplace as well, as in your personal life and your relationships, because those are key, because we hold on to those way longer than holding to any type of um, job or um, organization or group that you tie to, and for you to be able to heal um, and move forward. So, those are what my episodes are for this podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. To stay around and plus, uh, consider to follow. And I'm still on Podbeam. I started on Podbeam five years ago this fall. And you continue to, hopefully you will consider to uh, follow my podcast and share it with someone else, social media, be kind. And um, because I'm doing this in a way that it's a lot of work, you have to be consistent with it. And when I first started, it was a weekly. And I said, you know what? I want to make sure that I don't get exhausted over the process. I want to be... keep up and and um, commit to the dates that I say that I will be releasing the episodes and so that's when I changed it to bi-monthly about the third year or so and for the first two years I did it every week <laughs> and then I took a couple months off which is my summer break that I said but at any rate let's move on <laughs> um, that's pretty much what my podcast show is about I do have guest interviews if you're interested in being a guest, either under the corporate America or you have a business or what have you, or a call So um, please consider going to my website, NichelleRanderson.com, and signing up, fill out the application, and then I get back with you, um, approval or not, if you're a good fit, and we'll go from there. And on my website, I do have motivational type merchandise. Check that out as well and uh, especially the t-shirts they're so cute you got to take it out and mugs as well but you got to take out the merchandise and sign up for my newsletter i also do 101 consultation like career consultation you can definitely request that at info consider all those goodies all right and i will be announcing my next webinar so definitely sign up for that free one as well so let's go ahead again. just like to start my podcast by saying a prayer. In this day, I am thankful to the Prime Creator of all things that I give. Thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it to the greater good. So welcome, my survivors of the journey, to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate that you will continue to have joy for this, peace of mind, and for your sustained success. So in this particular podcast, it, is, it started from the idea to expand from my, tw- my tweets that I did on Twitter. And I got a lot of feedback from it. And I think, you know what? I really want to expand on it because you only get a certain amount of characters in the Twitter, in the tweet uh, that you do on Twitter. And so that's how I'm like, I should do a podcast before the really boom of everybody's doing a podcast. But anyhow, that's what I thought about five, five years ago. And I do love it because I'm able to expand and hopefully help those that are seeking some type of guidance. I know sometimes I need some type of uh, reflection of someone else's perspective and I will find an article that will be able to identify where I'm at, at a particular time in my life and connect the dots that I could not see. So that's me giving back as well to those that this might need another perspective or help to say something that they cannot say or the other person can't say. It involves a situation and I'm saying it because talking is another form of healing. All right, so for my book, Corporate America Surviving Your Journey to a Success, I took that title and created this podcast. All right, <laughs> so today, episode 98, as we get started into this, is how to determine your brand that aligns with your internal workflow. And what does that mean? How can you identify brand brands on, on track with the right message? So I break my podcast in segments. The first segment is the main point, which is the important point, and that is your brand identity is your business card of importance. Next, my wisdom point is when you invest in care of producing a great brand, then everything else aligns accordingly, all right? So once we take those two things, we get to what I like to hone on is why is this so? Where the brand identity helps to sustain the customer, even during not so good times because you previously, you know, want to um, reinforce what you introduce your brand to your customer of committed to quality, uh, good in communication, follow-up. They can count on the brand, so forth. The overall interactions with the customer to satisfy the customer needs that reinforce their ability to identify your brand as trustworthy. That's key. Thus, the brand identity is aligned to the core vision and mission statement of the company. And you want to make sure that your work processes, your workflow is in line to the brand. So who are we talking about? Well, every business that seeks to increase their brand identity in the marketplace. Okay, that's what you want to do. And when we don't focus on that, we kind of lose track. Uh, Most of the time, companies will focus more on the bottom line or that's another way to say uh, profitability. When actually they need to think about sustainability and the consensus of the experience that the customer has with the brand is in alignment to the workflow. And when it's not, you have to be able to identify that. Now let's talk about some examples so you could take this and move it and apply it to your own business entity or team force or what have you is that the first thing you have to analyze it in a way that when you're seeing your workflow from the time the customer interacts with your brand. That could be at a public, I don't know, sometimes they have these public uh, conventions or what have you, or uh, maybe it's an article about it. And you're looking at the comments. You can't be emotionally attached to it in the sense that you don't want to see it or hear it. You want to be able to see it and hear it and understand it and then implement the changes that are warranted, right? Uh, To overall move forward. And that's what you want to do. All right. So let's talk about strategies all right I want to really kind of jump into that which is basically you must start to measure your brand identity worth by how your customers expect the outcome now let's say for example there is a product maybe it's a technology technology type product and in that technology product its features is to do certain tasks and over the past year or let's say the first two quarters, um, the feedback is that it has not. Their brand message has to match to what is actually being delivered. So the brand message is to tie into. You can always count on us to get your day moving. That's as an example. But the features that does that on this technology product doesn't do that, then therefore it's not aligned, right? So you have to come from that and say, what's the process to create that feature? Are you using the right team to create the feature on the take not technology forefront to deliver the results? And if it's not up to par, that's where you have to make a decision to invest into getting it where it needs to be. So we took the initial feedback of identifying there are issues, and then we backtracked it to therefore measure the workflow Who does what? Who's responsible for what? What's the output of that? And measure it to the end result where the customers interacting with it. This is key and and somewhat more into um, what I talked about in my previous episode starting my, my podcast back for this season. Today is more focusing on the brand, on the message. And can you live to that? Sometimes the message is broad, but still concerning of the overall end product. Sometimes a brand message can be just the experience. You know, love what you feel, wear what makes you feel good. That could be a clothing line. I'm coming up with this like, like right that, y'all. <laughs> so the, the, the ideal is to take what the customer is interacting, in, interacting with, and identify that's the brand. Sometimes com- companies will have a brand message, and it could just be when the customers calling the particular company, and you know they might say, well, "Have you ever shopped at one of our stores before?" And then the customer we'll say, "But well, no, this is my first time." Well, I just want to take the time to let you know that we value our customer because we produce valuable quality. Da da da. You see, so. Your brand message can be anything in relation to that identity that that goes in line to the workflow. That cue of questioning the customer in the beginning to therefore come with the brand message and a welcoming uh, message is part of the workflow. So you want to look at your workflow to be able to identify where you can implement changes or reinforce the workflow or adjust it. And then go from there. It doesn't have to be just a product or service. It needs to be where well, we need to use this ingredient. We need to use that type of technology team or what have you. It's the overall to give you that message. That's the identity. Because then they can remember that experience. And like, I identify, like, oh, I identify with that message. I connect with it. That's what brand identity means. So what are the strategies to succeed? Let's get to that segment of my podcast to reinforce it, I should say, (laughs) again, is that you must start to measure your brand identity worth by how your customer um, expectations are, are related to that. So to do that, Let's focus on your task to dust it on. So for number one, for every suggestion to how their experience can be better, you can use that to see if they accept your response that equals to trust. And you're going to take note for further research review. What I mean by that is that in the feedback from the customer or what you hear, uh, if you're um, you know able to get some of that um, interchange of communication, you want to be able to, to see if you can implement it. Sometimes, let's say it's a fee. That's part of the process. If an extra service is added on to the service or product and the customer might say, well, since I'm paying this amount a month just to be a member or when I do purchase something, that added on fee should be already included. Basically, what they're saying is I'll feel more value of a customer of thinking I'm getting a good deal and you appreciate my business because I could go anywhere else. And that's where you can kind of look to see how you can maneuver without uh cheating or, or shorting it. And hey, at the end of the day, you gotta make a profit. But the long-term customers loyalty is the most profitable. So you can you can weigh that out and balance it? A lot of people just like to get some things free. And that might be an idea to be able to incorporate the things that will trigger that, um, have that workflow. In the sense that the cust- the employee has to say, well, we have to add this fee by that saying. But for this added benefit, um, there is a surcharge. Da, da da But along with that, you get this, this, and this, right? Or you have the option to add this and this with no charge. And most of the time, customers are like, oh, okay, I am getting two for one, right? So. The second thing your task to dust to dawn is to measure how your brand name is recognizable by the mission and vision you seek to deliver. How you could do that is either with social media, of course, but also by just asking that in the survey, in the follow-up survey, of how they feel about your last experience. Some companies are doing that. You want to do it in a way that doesn't align when they give you any cues of a workflow that is restrictive. To what it aligns to, like, say, if a customer has to be transferred four or five times, that's not going to make them feel that. When well, you're taking away my, what I got to do doing the day, and I feel like I should be able to call on the phone less than so-so and so-so and get it done. So you want to look at all that, the time. What does the process is? does it take long or does it need it? I know sometimes companies like to have employees do 500 jobs, but you also are taking up before the next customer has have to stand in line for whoever because you have it so congested instead of looking at your human resources and I need to do a, a podcast about measuring do you have enough staff and when you don't this is what happens and what you need to do because it's that's so important have to look at it in a way that's not about saving money you're gonna save money if we have this amount of employees and let them do 500 job tasks and then Look confused when the calls are backed up and you don't hold forever. That's not going to work. So a proactive way is where you're looking at it and that is looking at the work process in a way that's a streamline, right? That is flowing like water, not being blocked and all types of mess all stopped up. You want to be able to measure that with your name as dependable, as reliable, as trustworthy, as an expert, as efficiency. The best, and the best is not congested, <laughs> and the work processes are not taking twenty or thirty minutes or an hour, or you know, the particular employee is doing five hundred different job tasks, and some of them takes time—thirty minutes, forty minutes. That's just backing up, and the customer is not going to really look at the brand identity as what they thought it was compared to the mission and vision statement. Number three, you want to analyze the data over a period of a week to a month and compare, as well as adjust by the third month. So that's my go-to, so you can be able to get enough data and then come back and say, you know what, this work process is not working, something like that, this workflow, I should say. And also look at it in a way that you can make adjustments. right, Instead of having five people do 20 jobs, you need to increase and have 10 people do Two, three job tasks is all in alignment uh, of what they need to be and not um, 40 different jobs. I had a podcast I did maybe the second, third year that people are not robots. And that's a good recommend you to go check that out. So let's move to my motivational takeaway as we wrap this up. It is your brand is the safety net to sustain operations while you adjust towards the ultimate vision. You set forth in the beginning. I just wanna touch on that motivational takeaway before we end today. When you build up your brand and you're able to sustain it and people like flocking to it, you can lose that brand equity if you do not reinforce the effective decision-making to attract and to um, sustain them during that time people eventually get tired and they can figure out, sometimes you can, you know, you can pull, okay, they ain't on to figure out, we can just uh, you know, be cheap over here or we can, you know, um, overdo stuff over here or we, you know, bad decisions over there for a while. it might feel like a decade, but eventually the brand deteriorates because the foundation of truth is no longer there. And so that safety net that you just show the card or you just show the, the, um, uh, the flag or whatever, you know, that you want to do, doesn't work anymore. So you have to come up with something better that reflects the overall mission of the brand identity that aligns with the workflow that we enforce of stability, of expertise, of flow, of understanding things, of getting things done, um, professional, um, an easy, wonderful experience. No one wants to wait, really, in a line about to get on a ride. It's, just, you know, not for hours. Unless you're already in their mind, like, okay, I know this is going to take long, so we got to plan, you know, cause but most of the time, that's not really what they select to do. So you want to be able to to, uh, to put that in a way that you can look at it and make the changes as necessary. All right, so thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to go to my website, michelleanderson.com, and sign up for my newsletter so you can get info when I do my next webinars. And look for my books. I have a book, a Motivational Journal, that's available on Amazon. Just type in my name, Michelle Anderson. I also have a travel book. Didn't mention it last, my last rollout, of um, My episode that I did um, earlier this month, but definitely check that out. It's basically a travel flight journal. Now, since everybody's traveling back, it's a great way to keep all of your tickets, your flight tickets information. So definitely check that out. That's on Amazon as well. You can go to my website if you wish to purchase that. So you get an autograph if you would like. But without further ado, thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions or concerns or you want private consultation, go ahead and email me at info at NichelleAnderson.com. Thank you. Talk to you soon.